she says, she uses this uh, Google Translator thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's written in Russian and I wasn't taking the time to read that. Instead, I, I read the English translation. It says, you're eating me out. <laughs> and she says, like, she says like, I hope I said that right. And, uh, and I said, like, no, no, it's, uh, as far as, like, American slang goes, it means something completely different, you know. So, I couldn't even find a way to, to like, politely describe what she was saying, what the Google Translator interpreted in its transliteration. Thank you, Google. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, I'm not complaining, you know. I'm not complaining. I like the, uh, I like the visual. My neck looked that wrinkly. Pass it that line. All right, there you go. Who <laughs> <laughs> you recording? Oh my god! Yeah. Erase that. Good thing we're not live. <laughs> Start it over. I wasn't, wasn't ready yet. <laughs> what is it? Your first day? Are you nervous, Tom? <laughs> Maybe if I go in 3D. Yeah. It's okay. First of all, uh, no. What? I was, <laughs> you can say it and then we're going to use it later. First of all, I, I want to clarify something. Uh, are you nervous? Were you nervous your first day recording? Not at all. Okay. Or we did explain it. Mercury retrograde. We just, we started that. Sure. And for whatever reason, I had the the visual recording with the GoPro with their camera. We had both of them going, but for some reason, only that footage saved. And once I figured that out and told you, like I'm opening the file of our recording, and it's just blank. Like it's the date of the recording, but it's blank. There's nothing there, but that's the file. So I told you to come over again. Because we needed to get something out there, get something in and started. So it's like, all right, no camera, just audio. So we are going to repeat what we said the other night. So there might have been a lack. I mean, there probably was a lack of enthusiasm. It's like, oh, shit, this again. No, I thought it was just that we're tired. Okay. <laughs> we're putting out more energy for a place we ate than, you know. Yeah, that's right. And people who don't value or appreciate our efforts ever. No. And, um, it's, uh, and this we're is totally unscripted, so we, yeah. we're just coming in and... We don't have a, what do you call it, teleprompter. Oh. Maybe we ought to invest in one. Put that down on the... Keep us on track. Just put it off to the side. down on our business list. <laughs> Where's yeah, that at? Teleprompter. <laughs> no, so it was... We are This is new to both of us. And as I was telling you at work, this was like... Establishing expectations. It wasn't necessarily supposed to be. I don't know how do you how do you establish expectations or set the ground rules and make it fun when you're just winging it. Well, there's a learning curve too. So at the first day, it was brought to our attention that I was speaking in three dimension because I kept, I guess. Adjusting my position so that it sounded like I was going in and out. So like that. Which is 
I'll just call it three-dimensional speech. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the movies, they say 4D and it shoots water at you. Oh, speak. <laughs> so, so if you listeners saw the last uh, the last episode, which was ideally our first one, there was an incident that was in repetition. The water I was drinking, I kept inadvertently knocking over because I speak with my hands in this umbilical cord that attaches the microphone to my ears, you know, is uh, getting in the way of my drinking. So I knocked over my, my glass, not just once, but twice. So today we're going to take care of that and remedy that in a little bit. Because yeah. I came prepared, but not 100%, because I'm not an Eagle Scout. I'm a Life Scout. I don't remember if I explained that already before, but I finished, but I didn't finish. I had everything done, but my Eagle project was not what my paperwork said it would be, so it wasn't enough. So I sarcastically say, well, that's because I did not allow mom and dad to do the project for me, which is, which is like a stereotype. Like, what kind of teenager on their own, prove me wrong, America, Boy Scouts of America, but what kind of teenager is going to do an Eagle Project? Do you know what all that entails? Not a meter. I was just about to ask, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what all entails, but I'll add a list. I'll post it up. But it's like, what kind of teenager do you expect them to do this entire list on their own? Without parent, uh, without mom and dad what, intervening. What did you just do with your hands? Was that some kind of magic? Was that Illuminati? What was that thing? I, I don't know. Like that? I don't. I'm not. You will have to watch that on the replay. I don't know. Somebody don't might know. misinterpret that. Translated no as Illuminati. Oh, so I went on a tangent about Boy Scouts, which you are not prepared. Wait, I'm not a Boy Scout or I'm not Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, okay. You ever see Jim Carrey? Uh, what did Jim Carrey do? He, he he was on a talk show or interview. I don't remember if it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. But he's like, I'm going to come out and say it. Oh, you're right. I did see that. Illuminati. And he like... <laughs> something like that. Yeah, he's like trying to... <laughs> he's trying to call everyone out on it. And people are like, oh, he's... Broke the Matrix or something. He's... Came out public. Oh my goodness. So my, my Boy Scout preparedness is right there, just outside of the dome. I mean, screen. Whatever you say, Duvall. Oh, that would be you. <laughs> Who the hell's Duvall? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so earlier we did... <laughs> earlier we did a recording. <laughs> and it wasn't our best because we were sitting down and... This area was a mess, so we improvised and we were rushed. We, oh, you mean the area that you manifested with breakage of a wall. Right. <laughs> Removal we, of the wall. We are metaphorically and literally breaking down walls okay. here. So, so, yeah. No, it looks much better. It's a big improvement, uh, even though it's work in progress and going to be improved upon every day, just like this is, just like we are. Mm -hmm. And um, so... Again, getting back to the, the 
premise of it, apart from promoting, informing, and entertaining, as a broad scope, uh, I figured I would take us into what we can right now. We don't have anybody sitting here with us today to promote, and we're not in a uh, particular business to promote a business, but we are here. So I was going to take us through a uh, an initial aspect of breathing and meditations and things each day so that it escalates and improves. So the first thing I wanted to do is just take everybody through a, a basic thing that everybody does and that's breathing. And you know, you if you've meditated at all, uh, you know, you've probably heard some of this, all of it, whichever, you know, <laughs> but but I just wanted to uh, initiate it. The idea is baby steps. Everybody does a little bit, not baby arms. Don't, don't confuse baby arms. But that's a Hulk. Right? Remember, this is before. Get that, get that on the camera. This is before we go on the journey. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Baby arms. Small. So the, um, so the concept is, is that we're going to do things within reason, so you're not trying to do the P90X first day, where you end up with like alligator arms for three days after, because, <laughs> have you done that? Yeah, the first time, it's first a time great, it, that is a great, great uh, system of exercise, by the way, I gotta say, it's, I'll, I'll promote that. That was one of my humbling moments, just watching the footage itself, I was like, man, that's, what the hell is this? That's what the hype is about. What the hell is that? <laughs> End of the first round, I was like, "All right, pause it. I'm, I, I need a breather." Yeah. Like the first round of it, and I don't even think there was weights involved in this one. I don't remember no. which. No, it was just push-ups, pull-ups, right? Yeah, something like that. Not even that. It was just kind of like cardio. I mean, cardio is not my favorite, but we're gonna change that. At the time, I was doing massage therapy, and I was, uh, you know, in chiropractic, but. You know, I was showing up to do massages the next day and my arms were literally stuck against me. <laughs> but it's like anything else in life where you, you start something new and you whoever is showing what you're going into, whatever field it is, whether it be work or a hobby, whatever it is in life, you see someone who is just displaying their skills and you're just like, how, how do I get from... There's a good Doctor Strange moment there. Uh, referencing to the first movie where he first has his mind opened by the ancient one and <laughs> he's like how do I get from here to there and he's all just down on his luck he's throwing away all his money trying to fix his hands and he's going from looking at the ancient one and he's just mind blown and uh, so are you calling me the ancient one Look, it's the white <laughs> hair again. <laughs> well, the ancient one was also. Well, we're we going comics for the movie because <laughs> uh, the the ancient one was whitewashed by a woman. Oh, wow. and, and the comics is supposed to be like an Asian dude. And in the movie they did, oh, yeah. they whitewashed the character stuff going on again. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, mean, I thought she did a great job, but yeah. uh, the whole point was that you know you had your eyes open, your you're opening my eyes. That's what I'm getting at. You see someone who's skillful and you think they're a pro and expert and sometimes they either... Well, it's because I... <laughs> I know what I'm doing here. Do not question yeah. me, Larry. 
this. <laughs> but, you know, they'll say that. The people that are skilled will be like, ah, I think I got this. Or they'll say it with confidence. And it really is just, they just have put in that time and effort. And that right. could be you someday. So we're starting with uh, maybe like some meditation or some technique things going on. And then. Sure. And even where I have the, let's say, the intellectual information. Knowledge isn't just having readable or auditory information being put into your nervous system. <clears throat> Knowledge is actually in the process of expressing it, doing it, being it. And, you know, I've let a lot of that dissolve in my life just by, uh, you know, being preoccupied, laziness, whichever you want to look at. But I've turned around and realized that you know, I'm beyond the 50% the mark, say I live to be 100. And at this point, you know, I, I see peers and I see people who are, you know, ahead of me in ages, <clears throat> years. And some people are spending more time in doctor's offices than they spend in their own life. You know, or they spend too much time, you know, and energy trying to impress an employer but then when they come out on their own personal life, they don't have enough to give to themselves, their families, their friends, whatever, whatever it is. So, you know, I, I want to bring everything back to full circle in my life uh, from a time when I was, you know, at, at my best, but at the same time, not my full potential. So I'd like to make it to my full potential before I don't, have that opportunity being a hundred. So, <laughs> so I, that's if I make it to a hundred. You don't want to end up being spending well, more time in a waiting room. That's a waste of life at this point. I don't want to waste uh, one minute in a waiting room and let alone keep that in mind, doctors. Uh, you know, trying to keep people waiting. And I apologize to anybody who I might have made wait, but the you know, people, the most valuable commodity that we have is our time and our personal, you know, uh, moments to express or experience. And, and if you're just sitting in a waiting room, even if you're reading while you're waiting in a waiting room, it's still kind of a waste of time. You should be physically expressing. So why is that that, that happens? You got a set date and time to be at a place, and you go for one waiting room. Oh, we're gonna—you're not gonna see the doctor. It's like, oh, just kidding. We're gonna take your weight and height measurements, and then you see like the practitioner, not practitioner, but you see like the pre-doctor, right? Right, a nurse or you know whichever. Right? Mm -hmm. So you're you're gonna see somebody ahead of time, or you know, in some of the smaller offices, maybe you don't see anybody. You just wait. So they do a thing called cluster booking, and that is to be most efficient with your time so that you're not waiting as a, as a practitioner. So you'll book several people, but it also makes you appear busier. And that's a psychological selling point, too. It's like, ooh, this doctor must be really popular. Even if he only has five people for the whole day, they're all booked in the same half hour, you know? <laughs> so some of you are going to be waiting. And... <clears throat> but that's that's a mental thing. Um, sorry to give that away if anybody's, you know, but 
but also, let's say I have, you know, four, six, eight people an hour booked, and um, you know, I, the doctor's only spending five, ten minutes with each patient physically. They have paperwork to do on the outside, so. Yeah, they're going to try to see each patient, take notes as they can, and then move on to the next room, and then move on to the next, and keep things moving. Uh, some patients are going to take longer. They're going to want to talk. They want to let you bend. They want to elaborate. And so it takes a little longer. I mean, like those customers that come in and want to tell their life story about how they got this penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, there's that. There, there is that, and there's also. It's a safety net to cluster book because if somebody cancels, doesn't show up uh, for whatever reason, you know, it's uh, you're not standing around wasting your time as a as a practitioner. You you know, time is money. You gotta you have bills, so <clears throat> and you have to worry about your staff making making the payrolls and everything else. So there there is that as far as uh, you know, courtesy on your end. You know, when you when you do that, you after the first hour you have people waiting forty five minutes. After the second hour, they're waiting two hours. You know, sometimes, and and that can be a little intrusive on people's lives. So, you know, you don't want to you don't want to necessarily do that. There's a day where you and I were going to lunch together, and we're driving by. We're driving up. <laughs> Which day was that? <laughs> uh, somewhere within the last month. Because I've been okay, <laughs> I'm narrowing it down. To the last month, we were driving up to Buck and Brew, which you mentioned that before. But I don't remember if that made the cut or cutting floor or not. I will promote that. We'll promote that. So we're going there to lunch, and as we're heading that way, we pass by a truck who stuck on the side of the road. As we're driving by, I notice him just sitting in the grass. I don't remember if he was looking at his phone or just looking down and just like, I mean, I've been there before. Not in that exact situation. I'm not a truck driver, but like in that situation where it's almost like you've done everything you can do. So all you can do is sit there and wait because your truck is broken down. You got to wait for a mechanic or the tow truck or someone with skills to come bail you out. Right. And this is where I was starting to get my, uh, oh, Say awareness. Awareness. I almost said wokeness. But yeah. <laughs> wrong term. <clears throat> Today's world. Awareness of how much of a hypocrite I am. That I was calling out this man for... He could have been doing a number of things. Did he make an effort to look at the engine? Is there something he could have done? Where's a book? Where's the Sudoku book like you like to do when you're waiting? Where's the search word puzzle? It's like, did he do everything in his capabilities to try and get out of a situation or did he just give up and was just waiting for someone to bail him out so I was making a judgmental call of that yeah it was extremely judgmental you know <laughs> turning you over to the like if, police <laughs> trying to put <laughs> trying to put myself in his perspective like what would I be doing in his situation or, or, or going back to what you're saying about being in a doctor's waiting room or standing waiting in a line like what's what is the best What's the best way to utilize your time as you are in that waiting room at the doctor's, waiting in line, customer service, 
or in that next waiting room at a doctor's office. You know, you go from one waiting room to the next waiting room. <laughs> like, what's the best way you can utilize your time so you don't feel like you're wasting time? Wasting time? <laughs> Is that a good opportunity of self-reflection? Is it best just to be on your phone? Look at the magazines they provide, the Time magazines, the Men's Health, the whatever's there. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, you know, you can work like, okay. A lot of people use it. Oh, I like to work out. Huh? Well, not that and I. No. So you know that clearly the hardest not. workout that you're going to do is not outside. It's only inside. That's what you did there. So that's, we work in in order to get the expression outward. And <clears throat> so it's working in, you know. So, you know, you have that sit down time. What are you doing to enhance yourself, improve yourself, build yourself mentally, emotionally, physically? So, even sitting down, what can I do physically? You know, hey, make some muscle contractions, breathe, learn how to breathe. And I'm going to demonstrate. Uh, along with Dallin in just a moment or two, we're gonna start that first run of be no do, right? I, that's already a coined phrase, by the way, that the army used that in their leadership uh, manuals back there, 1980 something or other. I think it was 83 was the manual that I got. And even though it was probably a year or two later <laughs> when I received it but you know, that was the that was one of the first manuals that I got uh, from military leadership and they had a, a section on be no do and so you, you don't know without being and doing you don't do without being and knowing and you don't be without knowing and wait, do without being and knowing be without do without being and knowing anyway you have to have all three in order to be successful. And <clears throat> I can tell you how to breathe. I can show you how to breathe. Or you can breathe yourself, you know. So, and experience it. And therefore, once you've experienced it, you can, you can say, like, I have the experience. But how much knowledge you have of it is that you're actually doing that. And, and experiencing it fully. So you're not just saying, oh, I did it once, you know, that was enough. You know, no, <laughs> no, you have to, you know, be it, be it, do it. And then you can say like that, yeah, now I have knowledge, gnosis, gnostics, gnosticis, gnosis. <laughs> I just came up with an idea, kind of. Smoking the bear. But the, the, the commercial? <laughs> yeah. Only who can prevent forest fires? Only you. <laughs> well, I can do that. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> there's a part where uh, the Simpsons are stranded up in the mountains. There's a smoking the bear. And he's like, he does the audio of only who can prevent forest fires? And you got two buttons. And it, it's either you click on you or me. <laughs> <laughs> The smoking the bear is like, you pressed you, referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. 
<laughs> There's like no way. <laughs> but it's like, um, where I was going with that is uh, only who can improve breathing or only who can breathe. Because breathing is a something you do without. It's what, what do you, what's that term you use for, it's something you do without having your brain having to tell your body to do it. It's automatic. It's automatic. Yeah. Same with like eating and di- or just not eating, but yeah. digesting your food. You don't need your brain to tell your, or you don't need to tell your brain to tell your digestive system. To right. Involuntary, automa- automatic. Okay. Is that the scientific term, doctor? Yeah, there's another term. I we'll insert it here. I'll get you. I'll come back to that. All right. There's, well, there's, I can just insert it in later, but. But you have voluntary, involuntary actions that yeah. happen within the body, and you with. When it comes to breathing, you can do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's an involuntary, voluntary mechanism. And so like involuntary, you experience when you sleep, when you're driving, when you're just kind of oblivious mentally and you just allow things to just do their their functions. Um, like your heart rate is mostly involuntary. Now, you can change some stuff voluntarily. Mm-hmm. You can. I know people are no, you can't. The heart's always going to beat the way it wants to. Okay. <laughs> but you you can modify that uh, to some degrees. Did you see Incredible Hulk? And Which by that I mean the one before... Lou Ferrigno. I love that Well, band. after him. Oh. But he does make an appearance in the movie. It was in The Incredible Hulk. I think it came out in 2008. And it was Edward Norton who was Bruce Banner. All right. Who's the other one? Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I was going to say Garofalo, but that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. Ruffalo. <laughs> could be something. No, Janine, uh, what's there. her name? Janine Garofalo. Something like that. Oh. Anyway, go ahead. Watering. Ed Norton. Volk. So, did you see it or not? No. Okay, so. They had bad CGI. I wasn't interested. You know, well, you say that, <clears> but that was my favorite version of Hulk. His appearance, he was like a monster. You can see like the muscle lines and like he had like 0% body fat. That was my... F- Bruce Banner... Jesus, I pulled some. All this hard work today. <laughs> no, but that was my... If we're, strict, if we're speaking strictly about Hulk himself, that was my favorite look of him. Really? The monstrous... Slight green, but grayish, so it's like kind of realistic, but also like hinting towards his origins of. But, anyways, insert image here. What? <laughs> uh, but yeah, before Mark, Mark Ruffalo became Hulk in the Avengers, he was Edward Norton on this monstrous, grayish green, best looking Hulk in history. My. Second, excuse me, second to Lou, how do you pronounce the last name? Perigno. Okay. There is a scene where he is uh, learning to master his breathing. So it may be the same or different than what you're about to show. But like the guy he got, he does some kind of breathing technique and like showing him how to control his breathing so he doesn't resort and turn it into hope. And he does like this focus thing where he's like sucking in his gut and... It, I don't think you can see his diaphragm, but he's just showing. That's his technique of showing how to control breathing, your heart rate, and all that. 
So I mean, that was a nice touch to the movie. It was to help him stay on track and not hulk out. He had like a heart rate monitor watch. So it was pretty cool to, like a reminder to like, hey, serenity now, serenity now. Exactly. Yeah, so even, you know, in the various special forces, the one thing that you have control over in any situation is your breathing. So that's the first thing to get control of. And, you know, when they're, shooting their rifles even. Breath control is very important in order to steady your, your shot so that you're more likely to make the shot if you're using a firearm. We have to use a disclaimer for that. I don't know. Did I say that out loud? I hope, I hope we don't get canceled for saying disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll insert the disclaimer used from the last episode on here. I don't want to trigger anybody. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How else are you going to shoot a bullet without the trigger? May the weak be offended. No, I'm teasing. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, don't use that. That's going to be on it. We're going to use that. Yeah, that's ours. That's ours. TM it. Copyright. <clears throat> Trademark. Copyright. It's a Will Smith movie. Not that it helps. The, the one where he slaps the guy? Or is that a different movie? <laughs> I really wish they make a reference to that moment in a future movie because he still he didn't get cancelled so that's it was one time it was one little mistake yeah he's cancelled in my book <laughs> alright let's well we went to high school together apart with Jaden Smith no no the dog Will Smith Will Smith really so, yeah we're the same age oh we're I thought both, you actually went to we're both from Philadelphia we went to high school together. Apart. <laughs> sounds, like you're, sounds like you're making a reach of like, hey, <laughs> I got a black friend. <laughs> I met him. We didn't go to the same high school. I'm just teasing. But the, uh, but I always told my nephews that because they were always impressed by Will Smith. I said like, yeah, we were good friends. We went to school together. <laughs> Apart. <laughs> So there's a movie he did. By then, I think he was probably in California. I, don't I still can't remember what movie it was, but there's... They make a clone of him, so he's he ends up fighting like a younger version of himself. I th don't think you want to see that one with us. I must have seen that with Mad Max and others in the Breakfast Club after yeah. hours. But there's a scene where he's making a shot far distance. I don't remember what distance he's going. I don't remember what, how fast that uh, or train feet was going. Or Miles, what are we looking Let's at? Say miles. He's uh, making like the imp impossible shot, but because he's Will Smith, he can pull it off. But I remember, and I, I didn't, I did not ask Mad Max about it, so that's why I guess I'm going on this tangent about <laughs> you. For some... All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> Talking about breathing techniques here, but he's he's about to make the shot, and this train is just flying by. The headshot he's doing. But he's like taking account of like the wind. He's got like this measuring thing he sets down and spins around. I think before he pulls a shot, he like holds his breath or I think that's part of the shooting technique, right? Because when you breathe, either inhale or exhale, doesn't that kind of make you move? Right. Or am I getting so confused with suicide squad? It's not that you're necessarily holding your breath. It's that you're at that pause. You have a natural pause at the bottom. And that's the time to go.
Now, if you take a look outside, you can't see it. You can't see is people here looking, but you know we're listening. We'll clean this up and. But you'll see that there are no movement of the treetops. So what's that tell you as far as the wind? It's either absent or it's not strong or fast enough to affect the branches. Correct. Correct, sir. So <clears throat> roughly, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, snipers, but about 90 miles per hour is uh, enough to make the treetops sway. So we'll move. And so we're seeing pretty still air. And I'm not even seeing any movement at all. So I'm going to say less than three miles per hour, three knots, you know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty safe to say that much. So anyway, there's, there's that to consider. So, you know, do you need a high-speed wind gauge and all that? To, if so, hold up the movie. Here's that Hollywood crap. <laughs> What you're saying is you don't need one of those. I don't. When I was a, when I was a sniper, <laughs> Larry. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm gonna reference him a lot just because he's the best. Uh, we'll, we'll get him on here someday. Yeah. Just <laughs> compare. Like, are we BSing or do we know what we're talking about? Ooh, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean like we were, last time we were impersonating him and saying things like how he would say things. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. get him on there just to show that we're not making this character up. He it is, might be an exaggeration, but. No. No. Uh, Are you fact checking me? I'm going to say no on that. Just, All right. We're going to get him someday. I think it's time for some 3D vocal. Can you hear me now? <laughs> so. Uh, you want to follow me over and we'll do some demonstration of just a simple breathing technique just to just to get people introduced as to uh, how to change your your focus on breathing to get started in meditation and use it as a form of meditation but first check with your physician your personal physician I don't want anything coming back saying like I tried breathing it <laughs> I tried breathing involuntarily. <laughs> it okay, voluntarily. <laughs> voluntarily, I tried breathing. You know what it did for me? Oh my goodness, I can't believe. You know. Oh my scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have scoliosis, but I don't have to worry about that yeah, for seven to eleven years. Seven to eleven. You took my eleven. Uh, and I. I stole somebody else's whole statement, six or eleven. Let me insert right in here. I did that. I did that. I don't know. That was a lousy way. Yeah, let's move on. All right. So let's pause for a moment while we relocate.